Hi, I'm what I whisper to my own sleep paralysis demon. My name is Nate. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm with Jane Choi. What just happened? I don't know, and welcome to the studio. Welcome. <laughs> Yo. Rush of ideas and just imagination and chaos. You know, you make things, you break things in the span of seconds just with your thoughts. Kinesthetic style, but only within the mind. Take a whole idea and like deconstruct it and then rebuild it in like a completely different way. Swimming in chaos. Welcome to I Just Can't Even with Myself Right Now. <laughs> Let's go. So, yeah, uh, stress, 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 stress. I, like you, I do love high intensity places. I actually used to work in a, when I used to work in a car as a barista, I was that kind of person where take me to the busiest time. I'd rather have the busy. I don't, as much as I don't mind the cleaning portion, like closing shift, whatever, but that doesn't always it's not always the best use of my energy or who mm-hmm. I am as a person. Like put right. me in a busy situation. Cause I right. would thrive. Well, you thrive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like That's why would word. you put a person who is very, very extroverted into a place where only like three customers come in every three right. hours? Like exactly. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense too. Cause like for me, I have like different types of jobs on campus, right? Like, so I like TA for labs sometimes, or I'm a grader for exams. Mm-hmm. So obviously where it works better for me is like me TAing a class because I'm interested interacting when I'm grading you know I'm just like eh but like when you're interacting with the students there's this stress of like am I teaching them the right thing did I prepare enough and like I don't necessarily get stressed but I like like I don't think maybe it's not that I don't feel stressed but I see it as a thrill it's not like a there we go yeah it's like I feel the excitement I feel okay I I reframe it it. yeah okay yeah there we go it's right we take it we transform it you know because I feel like a lot of folks kind of just sit with the stress and then they kind of stop during a headlight situation and you're like I don't think I ever freeze up, like, as far as, like, situations go, like, if, I I guess the only times I freeze up is when someone attacks my FI without me. When it's emotional, I freeze up. Yeah, when when it's FI without my TE preparing for it. Like, so like I've said, that's why I worked really hard to try to use my TE to never get stuck in that situation. But if it's not emotional, like, if it's not, yeah, if it's not emotional, then I won't. Exactly. It's just, oh yeah. gosh. I think I've had, yeah, the most situations, anything that has to do with intimacy, I kind of freeze up. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually I tell myself that just ignore it. And I don't know if other people would, like, this is why I don't tell the folks who are good at intimacy what I'm going through because they almost think of it as being shallow. But I, by choosing to ignore it, I'm actually way more likely to be more relaxed and, right, like le- more likely to be able to take whatever it is they're going to throw at me versus right. me preparing like that's prior funny. or being like okay well let's that's interesting because for me i can't, for those emotional things i usually do prepare extensively but if it's like an intellectual thing for me i usually don't prepare like i mean i'm an entp we're known for like winging presentations and doing perfectly fine on them well here's the thing though. i'm down with the talk like when mm-hmm. someone goes hey we should talk i'm like okay let's do it like i'm mm-hmm. okay and i have that i find that fun because that's maybe that's the te of me you put it on the table so we're mm-hmm. gonna discuss it that's right? You point, get to yeah. tell me where you found me wrong and I get to tell you back. That's right. very easy. See, but like, when you have to enjoy it, who enjoys it? <laughs> Heck, I don't people know. People enjoy things? Well, okay, I like to like talk to my friends and open up to them, but I never about our relationship, you know? Mm. I don't want to open up to someone about my relationship with them, how I feel about them or how I feel about myself or how they feel about themselves. But I'm down to talk about anyone else. So I could talk about my relationship with someone about someone with someone else which comes across as gossiping which is why i don't do it much anyway gotcha 
or I, I try not to. Sometimes I, I do I with you because I know you get it. <laughs> I, I get it, but I, I mean, maybe because I'm FI, like I don't mind having those situations, like where I get because I like to tell people that like randomly. I'll be like, oh, I like that our relationships like this or something. But then at the end of the day, I'm not. It's not something you should expect from me because I That's don't right. do it enough. Right. Like, I do it for what I could perceive as the best moment, which is kind of off once in a blue moon. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of I'm coming from the part where value increases when the demand is higher when supply right. is lower right, right, right? right, right so right. if i by not saying it frequently enough it makes it that much more valuable when i right. do say it so right, right no so, problem so do you find it like in genuine or less me- meaningful when someone tells you often how much you mean to them not necessarily if i know is it, does time. it only apply to you oh okay okay so yeah if, if know- i know they're, they're the type of person and it doesn't mean it doesn't have to be their their cognitive type it could just be like a trait that they have or a tick like right. an emotional tick <laughs> that they just tend to do that and that's okay with me because if i am aware of it i can give them the extra arm like the well, okay like my intj friend she loves to tell me like hey like i love you or like hey like you know she loves to like be kind to me and be nice to me and for me i don't think it like inflates it it's not like it means less to me just because she does it often mm-hmm. but if i had a single doubt that like if i had a doubt that like she didn't mean it then none of it would mean anything. Do you know what I mean? But I know that, like, she's very, like, she means it, which is, like, why it matters, I guess. Which is kind of funny. You mentioned it's an INTJ. My best friend, an ESFJ, we actually don't compliment each other that often. Yeah. Which is actually kind of interesting because I don't know if people assume that FE doms are just suddenly going to start telling people stuff. They're way better at criticizing than it is complimenting. Right. It's because the TI is there, you know? Like the TI, TI loves is, to just. Maybe be it's like, the lower, because the lower the TI, the higher the FE. They're like, well, we're already close, so I don't really need to compliment you. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. That, that's a good point. I mean, I do it too. Like maybe because, like, when I know, oh, but then I'm a little bit different because if we're close, I kind of like to learn everything about you so that I could stab you with the emotional knife and twist it every now and That's then. Because it's kind of fun. I mean, it, yeah. it is kind of. But I mean, I don't intend to kill you. It's just. Well, okay. So I had this interesting um, interaction <laughs> thing, right? Okay. So yeah, things you shouldn't say out loud. Things we shouldn't say out loud, but here yeah. we are anyway. Yeah. Like, okay. So for me, like, if I'm really close to someone, I will try really hard not to use them because as an ENTP, I've gotten over the years from a lot of close friends where the friendship ends and they're like, it's because you're manipulative or because you're like, you know, Ooh, like you've been told that. Oh yeah. Ooh, like, the yeah. Well, yeah. They've been like, you're manipulative. You're narcissistic. I know you're like, you know, like, etc. Right. Like, but um, for some of them, it was true. And for some of them, it was uh, I'm very confident and it made them feel really bad about themselves. And that's not my fault. That's their fault. Right. So uh, on yeah, some levels, I understood. So, yeah, so I understood a lot of the, the aspects of like what parts of it I could actually work on and what parts of it was them projecting. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I worked through that, but then basically, so with my close friends that I have now, I try really hard not to be manipulative because I know that I tend to go towards that right automatically. Mm. I automatically tend to go, especially as an SP dom, I tend to go towards like manipulation. I have FE, you know, like I have polar FI, like ENTPs are known to be like sociopathic, right? Um, so like knowing that. <laughs> I'm just like nodding like, yeah, yeah, totally. All of them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, you know, like knowing that, like then I try really hard not to with my friends, but the moment that I no longer care about that person, then all bets are off. And like, I'm like, okay. And like, my friend is like, so why don't you just stop talking to them if like they did that to you? I'm like, oh, cause now I'm just going to have fun. Like it's fine. Like there's just no weight to it anymore. And at this point I could just do whatever I want. What's crazy is I can definitely relate to yeah? some extent. Definitely. I can okay. Definitely interesting. Um, uh, it's kind of interesting because I, I think with FI, all I do is produce distance because I have this 
opinion of myself where your, my, your biggest loss is my existence. So by taking myself out of the picture, you lose automatically. That's so I kind of have this where, yeah, I'd like to troll, but then there's also that little thing that's tugging at me where it's like, why do you need to waste your time? Maybe because it's my TV. Like you don't need mm-hmm. to waste your time. Right. The minute you leave, their life is significantly lessened in value by like right. 10 to 15 percent so it's kind of like i can't really, really fully point. put into it mm-hmm. um but at the same time it's so much more fun to drink. well okay yeah like, so i'm saying so i actually fun. i completely understand what you're saying too like it's, <laughs> it's like yeah like it, it is like their biggest loss is us you know like because we're like and the thing is we know that which is why people can't stand it right but um like us knowing that we're great and knowing that if we leave like it's their loss actually but for me i'm just like i also know that but also like sometimes it's fun to just like because yeah. you know like also like especially especially like ENTPs we love to play with our NE and FE that's like where the manipulation comes in like let's try all these different possibilities and see how you react emotionally right mm-hmm. and it's so much fun and like yeah that's why people think I'm a jerk and like I kind of am but you know like I love doing it right but I try really hard not to do it with my friends like I make a conscious effort not to that's so funny because I maybe I don't know if this is really if you can relate to this but with FI and any going on for me at least mm-hmm. I like manipulating folks and tempting them for their ethical decisions like whenever they experience ethical oh yeah because yeah I mean you have creative FI so. I love that like I, I love when when we do the whole philosophical thing of like what are you gonna do if you're gonna let the train hit that one like really big person versus your family like what do you do? like anything that's remotely related to right. making you choose between two well okay things. listen the interesting thing is that fi when they're deciding something like that it's like a what do i believe but then when fe is deciding it's what will other people think about my decision yeah. right because when you said that immediately my thought was like let's say my family was watching this video and you asked me that obviously i'd i'd first weigh what would my family think I wouldn't weigh what do I think and then what do I family I first thought what would my family think and then I think what do I actually want so FE I think would go others <laughs> first in that situation I'm like my parents or my family already know me for me so right. they already know what I decide and they mm-hmm. accept that for me already right. like I have family where they're like we know that when you're onto something that we're gonna have to like it just makes more sense because you're consistent with it like I'm not gonna mm-hmm. change my mind just because right of other people in a, in a sense like that but mm-hmm. ethical dilemma well, okay it's interesting because it. fi and ti are both <laughs> consistent they're just consistent in very different ways right because a lot of well, people yeah, like I mean, just say that fi isn't but well isn't that is. like kind of the most hilarious argument sometimes when the clashes is happens to be the feelies like the feeler functions tend to clash because an fi person such as myself might look at fe and be like why aren't you being consistent with your convictions or something but then an FE person could look at me and be like, why aren't you consistent with your logic? Right, right. So, <laughs> like, I mean, like, it goes both ways. But the thing about it <laughs> yeah. is that, like, it parallels. So that's why, like, it's interesting. Like, it's cool to see, especially here. Like that we both troll people? Absolutely. Like, but we do it in different ways, for sure, which is what makes it even cooler. I mean, I... Okay, here's the thing. I don't know if other NFPs can relate to this, but I think a lot of feelers, especially NFs, we have a specific threshold. Like we have a boiling point or a melting point. Oh my goodness, threshold was in my exam that I just took. <laughs> like I literally so, wrote like threshold. Oh my goodness, threshold. I'm getting like getting I, I just, PTSD, I just like actual projected and like saw myself sitting here thinking about action potentials and threshold values and like <laughs> Well, do you want to learn about muscle contractions? <laughs> sure. No, no, no. Carry on. It was a joke. I'm here to learn. It's just CV like put me in a in a school desk and be like, "Jace, Miss JC, gonna teach oh, me." Oh no. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, no. Else? We have we have a threshold. It differs. It varies with every feeler. I tend to think of myself as having a pretty large threshold, um, mm-hmm. like boiling point to handle 
certain things because I think, I mean, this, I'm only getting this from the FE kind of uh, external people telling me about this. That's how I'm kind of getting this kind of opinion because a lot of folks uh, have noticed that I can withstand teasing and like, you know, jiving along with jokes from Polar FI and let's say TPs in general or Mm -hmm. TJs even. And I wouldn't even flinch. Sometimes I'm even here for it. Like sometimes I even like make it even go farther than they do. And Whereas if you were to compare me to like, in which I mean, we not like compare people to people, but for this, for the moment of this argument, we're going to compare people to people. Okay. If you compare me to other NFPs, you'll notice that like some of them are way too sensitive. Right. And that's, the thing is not that it's wrong that they're sensitive. It's, I don't really care. It's just that in this particular situation, my threshold is better. Right. That makes sense. So right. it's, it takes a lot more to get you to get yeah, upset Yeah, and you know how like something. NFPs tend to police how people talk sometimes? Where they'll be like, yeah. oh, you shouldn't say that because it makes me uncomfortable. Well, they wouldn't say it that way. They'll be like, they'll say it in a large conceptual way. Like, but also no FE users would like say, this. so FE users would also police what you say, but in a completely different way. Well, for them, it's contextual. Yeah. Of FE. But then right. with FI, they're like, nobody should treat their friends like it. Because right. I'm guilty of that too. Been there, done right. that. but at the same time just kind of like okay well just let it wait hold up that was such a good description of just like i mean like i i I mean that's how it's described but i haven't heard it in a while just like you know fe being more contextual fi is more again consistent right like internally consistent yeah that's that's very interesting whereas if you were to flip it again te is also contextual whereas ti isn't right Right. like or ti is more principled if that makes sense Right. So it's kind of really cool. Um, I remember this is INFJ who told who, who was asking me about it because like I've always thought of TE as more contextual than FE. I'm like, am I? I haven't <laughs> I didn't get a chance to reply. She's watching. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry so to this girl. You have but... some time before this airs to reply. So hopefully it's you do fine. it. We'll we'll survive. <laughs> oh no. Um, but basically, I do agree with it because the switch is still there. The objective, external, extroverted functions are way more contextual than the internal one. Mm-hmm. Whereas the internal one tends to be more principled. I mean, that's just the conclusion I want to bring right. out for that, right? So what do you think about in regards to like the perceiving functions? Oh, like NE versus SE? I SI, guess, yeah. And NI? Um, I would say it's a different different ball game for them. Right. Because, I was kind of thinking that too. Right? Because it was, it's, we're not judging. We're well, gathering yeah, as far as like yeah. perceiving functions go, I think like, I mean, the judging function is obviously like, everything is on an axis, but like, it's interesting because for the perceiving ones, it's especially like, they're so interconnected because like, for you to do, for us to do anything SI, we need our NE. For us to do anything NE, we also need our SI. And then yeah. same with SE and NI, you need the other two. And yes, you also do for like judging functions, but you could more immediately do something with the judging functions before con- like talking to the other one. Yeah. You know, like I could immediately do something with my TI without conferring with my FE. But for my NE, it kind of is already interconnected more so with my SI already. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I for myself, if I didn't put SI needs first, I would not be where I am now. So. Yeah. I mean, I think we both relate on that level also of just like, you know, we both have inferior SI. We probably, I'm assuming you also struggled through it, you know, throughout mm. many of your years, right? Struggling through figuring out how to make SI work for you. And especially as SP DOMs, we want that security. We want that stability. But it's like hard because we're NE DOMs. Right. But I think we both like found like a really good like balance. I mean, obviously our lives are kind of burning dumpster fires to a certain extent still, but you know, like it's like, it works for us, you know, like, like we're both responsible, surprisingly. Yeah. (laughs) I laughed, but yeah. No. Yeah. Cause I think the funniest part about it is, I mean, at least I know with myself, I look like I'm not responsible, but then turn off the light or turn off the airing and I'm actually doing stuff. Right. Right. So it's, it's really matter of, be I don't know like I'm kind of the person where it's just I'm losing my train of thought here but 
if people were to judge us based only on what we put on the table, then you're going to miss the entire entity. Like you're going to miss the entire personality of the person because right. you're, you're only looking at what you see, which there are arguments for that where you only, you know, where reality can only be objectively, you know, considered once it's out there. But because of the, the fact that we have introverted functions, mm-hmm. that means there's a whole world out there of us that isn't seen from people. Right. Exactly. Right? So it's like, yeah. I mean, granted, my TE is lower than, you know, things, but that doesn't mean I can't bring it out or something like that. I don't know. Just, right. Well, I mean, it's interesting. You get what I'm calling. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm saying, like, it would be interesting to see as we keep making these videos, because I know at least initially, probably my N-E-F-E and your N-E-T-E are going to be what's going to be bouncing back and forth for a long time until later on we'll tap into F-I and T-I, I'm assuming more so. I hope so, too, because yeah. we definitely should tackle on some ethical dilemmas yeah because that would be that would be fun yeah i mean i wouldn't mind tackling a logical dilemma even if i'm polar ti because i'd like to test it usually i mean remember what we talked about like i my te is motivated by money (laughs) so (laughs) so if you throw me a logical puzzle be like here's 10 bucks my 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 fe is also like motivated by money right it's like i want (laughs) to help people if it earns me money right like that's how i fe you're at a party and someone's like dangling up five dollars he's like go make a friend they're like oh yeah (laughs) he's like who wants to be my friend yeah i'll be friends with everyone if it'll make me rich like oh man yeah with that with that absolutely yeah yeah. for sure yeah Anyway, so let's start to like close up this video because I think we've been talking for a hot minute. So any um, last closing thoughts on stress? Oh, how about this? People to take away from this video, how they can get manage their stress. Well, okay, as a TI user, I rationalize everything, right? So it's usually just like I go. I'm a three also, so usually what I end up doing is like thinking like, does stressing about this benefit me in any way, shape, or form? Ah, yes. So okay, so there's a bell curve for stress. Okay, so I love doing like these kind of things because I'm a TI user, right? So like, um, so essentially, if you're not stressed at all for something, then okay, so this this axis is your productivity and this axis is stress, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're if you have no stress at all, then your productivity is down here. As you get a little more stressed, you get more productive, more productive, more productive. But then once you get too stressed, then you get less productive. So you want to be at that healthy medium where you're just stressed enough to be productive, but not so stressed that you don't do anything. Well, but, a big part of that is making sure you're not adding on to stress. Mm. Right. A lot of it is is also compartmentalizing your life, because, for example, if you haven't paid your bills on time and you, you know, you've been waiting on it because you're busy doing something else. Why not? It's just a quick go to your online banking thing. Fix that bill. Like like that thing that everyone says. It's the thing that everyone says. Right. Like, oh, that thing I put off for five months took me 10 minutes. And I'm like, because it will only take 10 minutes. (laughs) Once I learned that, I'm like, I don't really put that many things off anymore and it's just like I mean I guess in general like I don't have a lot of things to stress about at any given time and I do a lot of stuff like I'm a three I do a lot of random stuff in stress wise it's not like there isn't a stressful situation like right now Mm -hmm. sure we could look I mean but that's the thing it depends on what how you look at it because at the end of the day you could not sleep tonight or you could somehow divide it up in a day and just keep you know breathe in breathe out make sure everything's working out because even when I pull all-nighters it's like I'm not necessarily like stressed throughout my all-nighter I'm just kind of like oh okay like you know like this is how it is I'm studying I just want to sleep okay yeah that's fair but also (laughs) like I'm I'm in school right now so sometimes you can't well that's fine that that's understandable for me it's just I'm very much if it hits a certain amount of time in the night I'm more like I just want to sleep. Well, okay, something about me, though, is that, like, it's not, like, for some people, I think it's, like, if they don't sleep, they're very tired, as people normally are. Like, me, I, I could sleep very little, and I'm still, like, 
fine. Like, I do completely fine. Well, I'm, I'm actually not the person, like, you know the people when you can't really wake them up because mm-hmm. you, you could annoy them or something? I'm not, I'm never that person. Usually yeah. you could wake me up and I could wake up smiling. Me too. I wake up and I'm like, hello. People get freaked out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I slept over at a friend's house and then they woke up and they're like, what? You're fine? And I'm going... They usually think that like they usually think that you were already awake though, don't they? They're like, "Have you been awake?" Yeah, but I had a huge. And I'm like, but do you lucid dream often? Because I do. I do. I do. It's great. And I don't know. Is that an I have a dream or is that an N- yeah. like, Is it an intuitive thing? Because it's an I, intuitive thing. I don't have problems at all. Like when I, uh, unless of course I'm dealing with a loop dream and I get annoyed. Or yeah, I, I get annoyed when I'm in a dream and I'm. Yeah, well, it's not, like, yeah, so mine, like, I, I do sleep paralysis, some, not do, I get into sleep paralysis sometimes, but sometimes, like, I, I get annoyed at the dreams where, like, I keep waking up, and then I'm like, am I really awake this time? And I'm not, and I'm like, really can awake. I just wake up? Like, it's so annoying, because I'm like, I, I have stuff like to do. I call it changing channels. Oh, that's a good Whenever one. I want to get rid of a certain scene. Okay, we should get it. We should have an episode on dreams, though. Okay, fair enough. For we sure. need to talk about all of our wildest dreams. Yes. Okay, good, because I have, I have stories dream, for that. I have I a dream journal. I literally have, like, pages. You have pages. a dream journal? Of course I do. I'm an yeah, NF. I'm just kidding. Yeah, but <laughs> funny, you're the one that journals. I, I don't journal anything. My journal is, like, right here. Wow. That's crazy. Okay, here, for the record, she's a thinker, and she journals. I'm a wow. feeler. I don't do none of that. Wow. So someone's <laughs> in the wrong here. Probably both of us. <laughs> I mean, we're just breaking stereotypes all day all night. Yeah, I mean, that's Literally. all we do. Anyway, okay, thank you for joining us on this episode on stress, stress management, and all of the other things we also talked about. So we will see you next week on our next video. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.